0: Welcome back to the Hang and Hunt podcast. Uh, we are back in the brand new studio. Yeah, this is pretty awesome. And um, Billy, you brought your new friend with you.
1: Yeah, this is um, this is the flintlock that I took on my turkey hunt. This thing is bad ass. It's super cool. You know, when I was a kid, my grandfather and my father would always go to Pennsylvania, and they had this primitive hunt at the end of the season, and I, it was usually antlerless. But it was this big trip that they would take to central PA. And there was always snow on the ground, which everyone loves hunting in the snow. And we would go up. And we were usually too... When we started, we were too young to actually hunt with these these flintlocks. But we'd go up and we'd help drive deer and things like that. And it was always fun. And my grandfather... When he passed away, he had all this hunting gear and things like that left over. And uh, my dad actually gave me his powder horn and a couple other accoutrements for for, for black powder. And uh, that flintlock really stuck with me. And, and I had, I, so it's, since I was a little kid, I always wanted to own a flintlock. So I ended up saving up a couple dollars and I found a local builder. His name's Ed Winger. Uh, Virginia or VA Flintlocks. And he does incredible work. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll show you my, my rifle. It's, uh, he does incredible work and I contacted him. I said, Hey, I want a I I want a squirrel rifle. I want a small caliber. And I told him, I said, look, I don't really care if it's like a period piece or anything like that. I just want it to look good. And I want it in a, a caliber that's Suitable for for squirrels and fifty be, caliber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bark them <laughs> off, right? And um, and, and I want it to be accurate. And he said, "What's your budget?" And I told him, and he said, "Ah, well, maybe you want to get a kit gun." And uh, I said, oh, yeah, "If that's the case, then uh, what do I have to go to?" So we kind of talked and negotiated, and and he said, "Look, if you if you have that dollar amount, I'll make you something, and and uh, I'm sure you'd be happy with it." And cool part about the whole rifle build and i won't get too deep into it but he sent me progress pictures as he's working on it yeah and it went from a block of wood and a barrel and a lock to this rifle and the engraving on it the 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 carving in the wood is 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 pretty cool i mean it's it's amazing for for the folks who, um, I'm not going to point it at you, hopefully, but for the folks that, um,
0: I was less concerned about my safety and more concerned about the light.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you, I'll let you hold that up. But I mean, and in the light, it's, it's pretty cool because it, it actually changes color mm-hmm. depending on how the light hits it. It's a curly maple stock. Um, and I don't know. It's, so it's I, gorgeous. I thoroughly enjoyed kind of watching your, um, your
0: build like progress mm-hmm. videos and pictures and stuff that you were, you know, sending me and putting on Instagram. And, um, still when you pulled that out, like, I feel like the photos that I've seen of that gun to now just don't do it justice. At Probably
1: all. because I'm not a professional photographer. No, no, no.
0: But I mean, still like, it's just the, the, the depth and the detail mm-hmm. in the coloring and the way the barrel looks. It's just, it is really freaking cool
1: it's yeah and and he made it to uh, to emulate a an antique that's a well-cared for antique and that's the way he put it and if you look closely on it you can see where the brass is it's it's um there's darkness and patina yeah. there and all that brass he made by hand the only thing that he didn't actually make was the barrel and the lock that's like, amazing he made Everything else, like the patch box, the—I mean, everything—he he carved and engraved everything. Really cool. So, you know, the gun is—I can't even call it a gun. He called it a rifle, right? Um, but that rifle is is really really special to me, and I really like it. It's fun and accurate as hell. Yeah, super he,
0: accurate. You said the first three shots you made with it were like quarter or fifty cent piece size, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: So he Ed said, "Hey." start out with 30 grains he gave me the patch size. what caliber is it it's a 36 caliber um the the ball is actually a uh ball i think that's like a triple odd buck if i'm not mistaken um so that size ball um the patch is 0.18 thickness uh and patch uh, 30 grains of powder is what i started with and i i put a target out at 30 yards and I shot and it it was the target had was white and had all these black dots on it. So I'm like, did I even hit this target at 30 yards? If I didn't hit it, I would have just been sick, you know, and I went up and I'm like, oh, well, oh, okay, that's very close to the center. And my second shot was within you know, three quarters of an inch of my first shot and then my third shot was right in with them i'm like wow so i've i've done a little bit of research on people's squirrel guns right because this is supposed to be my squirrel gun and the really really good high-end shooters are clover leafing at 50 yards with a gun like this so obviously i'm not there yet um because i haven't developed a load i mean i could change the grains by by five grains up and down the patch thickness all those factors come into play um but either way, I I got this rifle and I had like a month, month and a half before I'm going on this turkey hunt in Florida.
0: Which you just got back from.
1: Which I just got back from.
0: Fix your mic, by the way. You gotta what til- it? twist it.
1: Like this? Yeah. So have it
0: like pointed in. There, there you go. It's perfect. Okay. Sorry.
1: So I went, um, I scheduled this turkey hunt uh, and and I decided, hey, I should take this flintlock. It's enough I guess it's got enough ass behind it to be able to take down a turkey. You know, it's light for deer or anything like that. It's only thirty six caliber, and it, the the ball is only like sixty some grains. You so, can still
0: hunt with that in Virginia, though. I don't, because it's over over twenty three caliber.
1: Yeah, but with a flintlock, I think it has to be forty five uh, I think it does. I, you know,
0: no, I, you're right. It's it's forty five caliber or
1: higher. You know, but there's there's an asterisk in the Virginia regs that either way, I'm gonna figured that out before i commit to actually hunting with it but um i knew that it was legal in on private land in florida where Mm -hmm. i was hunting and um my dad long ago had wanted to to hunt osceola turkeys and never had never had the opportunity to do so and so i said let's set up a hunt it was better the other way it was better this way so i i said let's set up this hunt so i think this was a perfect opportunity to kind of break this rifle in and i went out and i shot that first grouping and I went wow uh, that's accurate enough at 30 <laughs> yards if I can keep that I mean shit I could shoot to 40 yards and I'd be fine Yeah. so I, I, I kept shooting a little bit and I said I, we're, we're money I, I can absolutely kill a turkey with this thing and so I set up this hunt and it was with my father my brother and my brother just wanted to hog hunt and um <laughs> the killer
0: that he is i don't care about turkeys
1: no he was this <laughs> oh, is my okay. brother bobby you've met bobby a couple mm-hmm. times yeah. but he was like mm, no no turkeys i want hogs because he had just built a an ar on a um I, it's an ar platform but it's a uh 300 blackout nice and his son seth has been shooting it a lot and loves it right so we set up this hunt and bobby calls me he's like hey you think seth should come with us and go in the hog I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You know, what I mean, it was 300 blackout, but the recoil on that thing is like a 22, right? Yeah. So we all decided to drive down and we were going to drive back. A few weeks later, right after we booked the hunt and everything else, my, uh, my wife says, hey, we want to do a vacation with the girls uh, during spring break, which was the week after. Like, so I would have driven down driven back and then she wanted to go on a road trip so I would have had to drive again and I it's only like 60 hours yeah <laughs> so I put my head in a vice and just cranked it down until it popped right and so I convinced her I said why don't you guys just meet me in Florida great idea we'll go down to the Keys we'll have fun you know we'll, we'll have a great vacation and I have a three year old just turned three and wearing masks on planes is not exactly the, the easiest thing to do in the world right right so um she decided long story short she decided i'm gonna drive down so she rented a car and drove with the kids down to florida by herself herself. she's a savage by herself with the kids and met me for a vacation afterwards but
0: my wife would have murdered me
1: Mm, yeah i think my wife still wants Shoot. to murder me yeah
0: well my i think my lives in a perpetual state of wanting to yeah. murder. Me, she's always aiming at you yeah it's just like it fluctuates between like i'm actually gonna do it and like uh he gets another day <laughs> <laughs>
1: well i mean yeah hmm. he was kind of a cool dad tonight he did
0: one dish i won't smother him with the pillow <laughs> you know after 36 years on this earth i still haven't figured out how a dishwasher works
1: I was just about to make a comment that we would have had to edit out. Um, Thank you. Yes. you know where I was going with We only it, have too. like nine camera angles now. Yeah. It's a little I could, harder. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So we ended up driving down, and uh, my nephew, Seth, is, I think he's 11. I'm pretty sure he's 11 years old. And, Uncle of the year. Right? Maybe. I don't know. The <laughs> he's father like of 8, the year. 11, 15. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, look. Uh, I'm not even going to comment on that either. But look, I mean, he's a dude. He's a guy, right? You know, he and he's like, like a a boy, boy. Like he's he's, he's a felon. he's a dude. Yeah. He's a total dude. So he comes down, and this is his first opportunity to actually kill an animal. He's been on hunts. Bobby took him on hunts this year, deer hunting, and he toughed it out, man. I mean, like the cold. Like rifle season in maryland and maryland's a temperate state but during the rifle season it gets cold yeah we know. get some gnarly weather yeah we get to, it, it gets chilly and and he hunted in some sub-freezing temperatures and toughed it out for hours so uh, he could handle the the hunting portion but he had never seen anything killed so um we go down there and we set up, and we actually went with an outfitter. The o- Osceola Outfitters, great people. Yeah. I mean, just absolutely awesome. Um, they had a cool place to stay, and the whole nine. And very target-rich environment. Extremely target-rich environment. So we go down, and um, Bobby and his son Seth go out for a hog hunt that first evening. Dad and I go out separately for turkeys. And we set up in this... Uh, these pastures, I mean, there's huge cattle farms down there. It's flat and there's pastures that are like thousands and thousands of acres, just wide open with the fringe with trees and swamps and things like that. So we set up and I'm set up in an area that it's, we're right on a fence line. But there's a swamp very close to us, within 75 yards of us, and pasture all behind us. But it, it makes a little bit of a pinch point. Yeah, like
0: awesome little funnel almost. It was,
1: it was a, Absolutely, it was, it was a pinch point. So we're really setting up to capture or, or get a shot while these turkeys are going to roost. And we're facing towards the hen decoy the whole time. And these other flock of turkeys came from behind us where we had potential for them to come, but they they came in from behind us and I'm sitting there talking to, to the guy Sage. I'm like, Sage, should I turn around? Like the turkeys are literally the opposite way. And he was <laughs> like, not yet. Cause they still might come from this direction. I mean like another 10 minutes goes by, should I turn around yet? I mean, there's gobblers over there and they're almost in range. They're like 60 yards and we've got a decoy out and Finally, after me pestering him enough, he's like, yeah, maybe you should turn around because they're they're starting to come, you know. So I get turned around, and they're kind of hemming and hawing like turkeys sometimes do. They weren't really hot, you know, but there were a bunch of hens out there. There were some jakes. There were some gobblers. They were just kind of under these trees. It was still warm, and they were staying in the shade, but we figured they were going to come our way. And all of a sudden, out of the very corner of my eye, I see movement, and I just move my eyeball, and I see three gobblers 10 yards away to my right.
0: This is after you turn around. This
1: is after I've turned. Had I just stayed, I mean minutes, less than five minutes, probably two minutes, had I just stayed in the correct, at the correct angle, duck soup, first evening I'm there, I'm done. These two big, oh, three, I'm sorry, three big gobblers come out. They cross the fence. They end up walking right in front of me, right where my rifle's pointed. I'm like, oh, this is game over right now. I got the hammer cocked back, and I had this, you know those blinds that you can kind of fold out? Yeah. That, that it just gives you a screen in front of you, and it's like made of, like of a Tyvex material yep. with holes in it. Leafy. Yeah. And I took a shot and hit the top of the blind okay i didn't know it but the turkey just like flies up in the air and sits back down and the other two are sitting around and they're just looking around and they stop and it's not like you have a second shot with a flintlock right right? it's not like i can stand up with a with a rifle that's 40 some inches long and just yeah (laughs) start start filling up and so i just stayed still and they just walked off and for the next hour and a half or so until they went up to roost, they just, they went and fought some other turkeys and they Turkey gang. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and, and it was, and I looked at, I, I have video of where I just blew this blind apart, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, wow, this was just a complete show. And that evening we go back to camp and Seth had killed his first hog. That's all awesome. first time ever. It's cool. Um, Dad got into some turkeys. It was a blast. Um, Seth was it, it, the way he handled the, the, you know, the killing portion. I mean, it's an emotional thing, and the, and the bloods of something that can be a challenge to overcome. Yeah, you know, and uh, um, but you know, it's it's part of the learning process of, of of hunting. And he still wants to continue hunting. It was just he's like, well, I got to ease into the whole blood part, you know. But so the next morning we go out. And usually when I turkey hunt, and we'll talk about how we set up turkeys in, in another episode, but usually when I do it, I roost a bird and I'll get within 50 or 75 yards of a tree if I can undetected in the morning and sit down and try to kill that bird when he flies down. We get out through this pasture and it starts getting gray light and these birds start gobbling and they're just hammering, just absolutely hammering and they are 300 yards away across this pasture. (laughs) I'm thinking, well, we set up in the wrong place. Right. And the dude Sage is like, oh, don't worry. When they fly down, they usually come. There's two places they come, you know. We saw eight gobblers that morning. Eight. We saw a bunch of hens, a bunch of jakes. I'm not even counting them. We had jakes and hens that came into our decoy setup, but the gobblers skirted us, whatever. We got up and we um, we drove across to another pasture and saw another flock of gobblers. That morning, just one morning, I saw twenty four gobblers.
0: God.
1: Now this is a massive place; it's massive. But still, on that many acres, we probably hunted. I don't know. Let's say a thousand acres, right? Yeah. But on thousand acres, I in morning, counted. I like counted twenty four gobblers. So that you probably saw fifty. If you oh, only turkeys counted in to total? Tw- if you, I didn't count any jakes. Yeah, but if, I if count you counted
0: ones. only the 24, you probably should have really been 50.
1: I, well, yeah, because I'm blind. <laughs> and your shoes yeah. were on. <laughs> and, and, and my shoes were on because <laughs> that doesn't count. Uh, so when <laughs> when we saw all those turkeys, we said, look, we know where we're hunting this afternoon. Right. So I went back and, look, when I'm on a hunt, I'm on vacation. So I went and took a nap. Dude knocks on my door to to my room and he says, housekeeping, <laughs> you want towel
0: You he want really, me? St-
1: I swear, I swear he did, and I and I just responded,
0: you want me to jerk you off, <laughs> Tommy? Like, wait, <wings. laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and so they all bust out laughing, you know. And he's like, dude daylight's burning man let's go and it was like i'm like dude i just i just lay down for a rest no but I, I was ready to hunt so we go out after eight beers i nap bro
0: yeah man <laughs> lunch, lunch beers
1: so we go out and he pulls the truck up to the spot that where all those like the big flock of that of turkeys were and he's thinking they're coming back through there when they go to this one area to roost so um we get a decoy set up and um He's like, all right, we're going to set up right here. And I said, all right, I really have to clear some shooting lanes. So I got some pruners out and he took the truck off while I started clearing shooting lanes. And I cut one right at the decoy and I set up my camera on my pack facing that way. Because, I, you know, I just wanted to get a little B-roll and things like that of the setup situation. And then I went off to the right and cut another lane in case they tried to skirt me. And I cut that lane. I'm walking all around this area. And I get back in and Sage comes back. He gets set up and sit down. And there's one more branch that I wanted to cut off that right shooting lane. And I start cutting the branch. And he's like, don't move. Don't move. I'm standing up. Don't move. There's two gobblers coming right now. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. And they're coming right at the decoy. Right, this It was a stuffed... um, Uh, a gobbler decoy I was able to there's palmettos kind of in between us it was a it was a great setup so I'm like can I move at all right now he's like all right now duck down so I ducked down and I crawled I grabbed my rifle and I told him I'm not loaded (laughs) my flintlock is not loaded because the earlier that day I had shot my rifle off and cleaned it and got it ready for the evening hunt i said i'll just once i get set up i'll load up guess what i was not loaded so i had to crawl this out this guy's super stoked to be working with you. oh he hates my guts at this point right and because he missed i missed then you
0: took a nap then i took a nap
1: wake your ass up he would woke me up now you're out like
0: trimming lanes because you're late because you're
1: i mean and he got me out early enough but uh, you know so gun is not loaded gun's not loaded awesome and these birds are 60 yards in closing thank god there's this there's this big oak tree that he's sitting against Mm -hmm. and i crawl like on my belly behind with my rifle I'm like, brand new rifle. Oh no, I'm scratching you. Oh no, you know. And I, I somehow I somehow stand up and behind this oak tree. And I'm like, I'm regretting every piece of pie and every beer that I drank that made me as fat as I currently am. Yeah. Because I'm just huge for behind every this tree. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm trying to load this this rifle. And he looks back at me. He's like, they're right there. And I'm going,
0: I can hear them.
1: They're like putting, and they're trying to fight this gobbler decoy, and they are 10 yards away, like right in front of us. By the way, the video camera's rolling the whole time.
0: I can't wait to see this footage.
1: Yeah. So they end up walking off because I still wasn't loaded. Like they're right there, and I hadn't even put a ball in the barrel yet. So they start walking off. And they get to about, I finally get loaded, and they get to about 40 or 50 yards. And I get on one, and he's moving, and he's moving, and he's moving. He just wouldn't stop. And I knew that I had sighted in at 30 or mm-hmm. so, so I wasn't taking that shot. And they got out to about 60, 70 yards. Sage did something that I've, I've seen people do in videos. I've, I've heard of people doing, but not in the way that he did it. Now, I know a lot of people have seen people using fans to stalk on turkeys, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll put a fan out and just w- like walk right up to a turkey or get really close and and shoot them at 10 or 15 yards. Well, he took that he took his fan out and got it between the gobblers and him and crawled on his belly out to the gobbler decoy, okay? And then he started pretending he was fighting the gobbler decoy and beating on it and smacking it. Those turkeys turned and walked right back to us. And at 25 yards, I do not even care if it was the biggest one or not, I put it right in the vital zone and shot. My turkey's near wing dropped to the ground, and it ran 10 yards, flopped over dead. I, I was absolutely blown away. I didn't even have a face mask on. I, didn't, I never sat down in my seat. <laughs> we never made a call. And the turkey's down, and I sprinted out there, stepped on its head, and was like, I can't believe this just happened this way. That's awesome. It was an absolute blast, man.
0: You know, uh, our good buddy Hunter Rude, Mm -hmm. uh,
1: he is a huge proponent
0: for fanning turkeys. Is he? I need to talk to him about that. He is like Mr. – other than Mr. Diabetes Sugar Snack Mm -hmm. Man, he is Mr. Fan of Turkey. He just runs around with a fan and just just pounds them,
1: you know. And on public land, I would advise no one ever, ever, ever shot ever, the face. Ever do that? Yeah, I mean, shout out Josh Carney. I mean, <laughs> like he like turkey hunting incident. Yeah. You know, turkey hunting. And, and when you're turkey hunting, you're usually using a load that is it's a magnum load. Number one, high brass. <laughs> You're, you've got five and six shot. You know, if someone hits you with that, you're, you're in trouble. Yeah, bad day. It's, it's, it's bad news. It's not nine shot from 60 yards away or anything. Turkey, turkey loads can be, uh, you know, they're, they're devastating, and especially with the chokes we're using. Anyway, um, but public land, I definitely wouldn't use a fan without a doubt there's yeah, no sure. especially in places where you can use rifles like you know florida on private private land you can you can't in public but
0: you can um, hunt turkeys with a rifle in florida
1: i did well yes but on on, on private and private i mean land. like legit rifle yes well no, in, not in I'm virginia talking. you can virginia yeah, but
0: can. i can, i don't i mean I, I think of that as more of like an opportunistic kill not like a Cause like dude, we've shot turkeys before mm-hmm. out at like farms where we're hunting deer mm-hmm. and it's turkey season. Mm-hmm. And it's like oh hell yeah I'll shoot
1: that Jake. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. been there done that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um <clears throat> But yeah, I, actually I just never thought of it.
1: Yeah, I mean look, turkey hunting is one of those sports where it's it's a close in. You're you're playing the game. Right. It's not just to kill the animal. You're you're playing the game. That's part of it because. Like, a bird's a bird's a bird. I mean, oh, a lot man.
0: of For me, if they're inside 50 yards, I get pounded. Like, I don't I don't care if it's 40 or 12 yards with yeah. my shotgun. Like, I'm shooting one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But with a rifle, I mean, you could, with a modern rifle in Virginia, you could shoot one of the 1,000 yards if you had the shot. Uh, to me, that's not turkey on it. I wouldn't right. be able to get in there. Well, and that's
0: part of the fun is, like, having yeah. that yeah, that feeling where, you know, the bird's working in. Get that hair stayed up in the back of your neck. Last time we went turkey hunting, I had a different feeling. (laughs) I had to run away because I had one one too many highlights the night before. Yeah, you had to dip your butt in the river. (laughs) I forgot about that until just now. That was awful.
1: Yeah, you literally were like, (laughs) "Billy, turn away!" (laughs) Plopping your butt in the river and splashing up like, oh, made bidet. Look away! Don't look at me. You know, that trip was... That that turkey hunt was so much fun. And to be able to to break in this rifle, my very first time I took it hunting, and there were definitely some mishaps, you know. But to be able to do that, it was a lot of fun. Um, That evening, we ended so early. I mean, it was like 3 o'clock. We hadn't even really set up for the evening hunt yet. And we're done, tagged out. And you went and shot some hogs too, right? Yeah, exactly. So that evening... Um, and there are a trillion wild hogs Dude, there. I'm ready to go. There's so many. I so go now. so many. You know, it seems like every pasture you go in, it's like, oh, there's a flock of turkeys or oh, there's some hogs. Oh, they there's, have like a legit hog problem. They have a major hog problem. Major major problem. So we go out and I mean within minutes within minutes you're seeing hogs. So and and hogs are fun because they're not they're not like a huge challenge. It's not like stalking a pronghorn antelope in the middle of Wyoming, right? That's a challenge. Stalking <laughs> hogs on a on a pasture as long as you can you've got the wind and you're not like blatantly obvious about what you're doing. As long as you can kind of conceal yourself a little bit, you're getting within 50 yards. You know, you can get within 50 yards, closing awesome. the distance even closer. That's a challenge. Sometimes you have to play with light and things like that. But yeah, I was able to, and I I did choose a smaller hog to shoot on purpose because it's such a small rifle. It's only 36 caliber, Um, not a ton of energy in there. But the accuracy is there where I was able to put a perfect heart shot on a hog and it went 25 yards and died. So when we went in to go after the hog, right, it's so thick and they were saw palmettos we had to get on our hands and knees to crawl through these like hog tunnels <laughs> okay and we get in and we're and i'm like all right this this hog has got to be within five or ten yards of it. it's it's i heard it crash right here yeah you know you smoked it so i knew i crushed it but then all of a sudden we hear <laughs> and i'm like oh my god i've got no sidearm you know it's not like i've got you know rapid fire flintlock that i can use to help me um, it ended up being another hog, maybe, maybe even to cannibalize the hog that I shot, you know, because they will absolutely do that. So but anyway, I went over and, and we were able to get that hog and, and bring it in. And then we shot a couple more over the next couple of days. And what a trip, man. Absolutely an awesome, awesome trip to I, I would highly recommend doing that. It sounds like anyone.
0: an epic spring break, just in general, because you spend yeah. a week hunting with your dad, one of your brothers, nephew, yep. mm-hmm. just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Target-rich environment. Yep. And then you roll into the Keys with your family. Yeah. Get them- Browning po- brownie points with uh with with the missus. Yep. Hang out with the fam.
1: They came down, and my wife was like, oh, we're finally here. And I said, sweetheart, we have... Another five-hour drive to get to Marathon. Just eating. Right? <laughs> Here's an Ambien, and no, the whole car. Yeah, everyone who wants a Benadryl. <laughs> you can't drug our kids. I already did. Again, again. You should have drugged them the whole way down. You wouldn't be cussing so much. And, and mom, I'm so well rested. <laughs> <laughs> I got this Benadryl hangover. You don't know what that is. Yes, I do. Daddy showed me. You know, we went down there in the Keys, and we, you know, we had a good time. Uh, We we were able to relax. The weather was awesome. You know, we saw manatees and they swim with dolphins and went snorkeling i felt like i was gonna drown when we went snorkeling they were like yeah it's been really really rough for the past week we haven't been able to get out dude i got in the water and it was like four foot waves crashing over my head when i was snorkeling i'm like dude i like want a, i want an aquarium to to snorkel in yeah, you know? You go, the other side i am not a navy seal you know so but no we had we had a blast i i wanted to go fishing but I also didn't want to press my luck, right? Yeah, you'd only been turkey hunting for a week. I'd only been turkey hunting <laughs> for a week, and the and hog hunting, and then I'm like, all right, everybody, I'm oh, going fishing. Going fishing. Yeah. Sorry about that. See you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, here's yeah no, but we had a good time. The biggest problem we had, the big, even worse than the drive, was trying to get reservations at a restaurant. Mm. It was terrible. They didn't take reservations, even at the, you know, there aren't. There aren't too many like high end restaurants in those areas. There's like one or two. Yeah, you know, and and I'm not not saying that the other restaurants aren't nice. I mean, we had we had good meals and things, but it's a, every everywhere. It was like a two hour wait, or they're like, oh yeah, it's seven p.m. We're not taking any more people for the rest of the night, even though we close at midnight. I'm like, oh my gosh. See,
0: this is a pro tip for everybody listening. Tell your wife that they don't take reservations, and you have to get there two hours early to secure your seat, and then you just sit at the bar
1: you do while they stay at the pool yeah exactly i learned that also i'm like you know honey i'll sacrifice i'll take this one. i will go to the bar- uh, restaurant and put our name on the list just meet me here in two hours i get there and they're like it's a 30 minute wait i call my wife it's actually two hours and 30 minutes honey you no know, I, didn't. <laughs> I, I promise i didn't do that <laughs> give there me a trip. give me a triple vodka and soda
0: yeah Dad, are you hungry?
1: Oh. <laughs> I'm on a liquid diet. a d- 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 fries, <laughs> <laughs> Dad's ordering off the kids' menu. <laughs>
0: That's um, how you know you've uh, had a good time at the bars when you're eating the kitty kitty food.
1: Yeah, or when you when you get to order your food and they're like, "No, we're just serving breakfast now, sir." And you're like, "I just want French toast." <laughs> no, but it was it was an epic spring break. It was a really, really good time. The, the The turkey hunt was a blast. The hog hunting was a blast. And then, I, look, I was I'm blessed, right? Yeah. I was I was fortunate enough to that my wife and kids were able to come down and visit too. But um, I, I was really blessed to be able to spend that time with my dad, my brother, and my nephew. I mean, we had like a little mini hunting camp, and we we were able to do that together. All of us were successful. We had fun. Um, didn't get too crazy, you know. It's not. It's not like we were waking up with hangovers many mornings, uh, but we, you know, we were able to do that, and it was. It was a lot of fun, and something that I absolutely want to do again. When I was texting you and calling you, you were like, "Oh, um, let's send our deposit in for next year. Like, let's do it. It absolutely." And I talked to him, and he was like, "Well, you know, I'm kind of booked." I'm like, "Shocker, yeah. right? Shocker that." you are booked and you have these repeat clients for the past 20 years and he was like well i think i have this one date i think it was like in april or something like that And i was like sold good let's do it are we going am i yeah. clear on this yeah we're, we're going
0: i thank god hopefully sage was like do not let that guy come back
1: no he's gonna make me come back as an observer i think <laughs> <laughs> like if i'm not gonna shoot anything then i'm gonna eat you out of house and home yeah i
0: will eat my weight, dude. That <laughs> you place, said the food was really good, right? Oh,
1: it was awesome. It's a it's a cattle ranch, and they have. I think he said something ridiculous, like thirty five hundred head of cattle. Like I, I, I can't count that high. We know. Yes, because <laughs> you told me to count, and so obviously we had like New York strips, and like it, it was. It was awesome.
0: I'm laughing because my daughter was trying to count above 10 the other night, and my wife was just looking at me. She was like, 10, 14, 19, 11.
1: And your wife's an accountant, right? Yeah. Yeah, so she's looking at you going, that's your genetics. Yeah, that's you, Melfa. <laughs> that's you, Melfa." I got
0: I got one step closer to dying that night. <laughs> that was, we're, we're teetering closer towards smothered with a pillow than we were away from it at that point.
1: <laughs> Dude, one day you're going to sip your bourbon and say, this tastes different.
0: Dude, this tastes like... This tastes like...
1: Frost. This tastes... This tastes like parallelism.
0: <laughs> Can't you see how much I love you? <laughs> Why do you make me do this to you? Where's the antidote? Where's the... <laughs> yeah, she wouldn't know if she drugged me or if that was just another Tuesday night, though. <laughs> Until next morning. <laughs> so, I. All kidding aside, it is awesome that you were able to go down there and hunt with them. And first of all, our season doesn't open until Saturday. Yeah, this Saturday. This Saturday. Yeah. Um, but I always find it really fun to hunt with outfitters or other people because, like, like we're deer hunters, man. Um, and if if someone wants our opinion on deer hunting, I'm happy to give it. But mm-hmm. you know, turkey hunting is relatively. It's just something that I've done recreationally. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, we love hunting, but. I am certainly not an expert on it. And it's a great way to be able to go out and, like, learn new tips, tricks, fun things to do, like that fanning, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like, that had to have been super cool to see and experience and, like, put in the arsenal to use.
1: Yeah, and, you know, when, when you have the luxury of being able to use an outfitter, if you use that as a shooting experience to collect a trophy I think you're missing the point totally if you're going out there to learn about it then that's where the value is and granted if you get a trophy if you if you get to shoot something if you if you get to harvest an animal that's awesome and really that's what you're there for right but the other part that you're there for is to learn about it now when I got into fly fishing years ago uh, I I was terrible I mean it took me a month to catch my first trout and finally i just went and hired a guide not because i i wouldn't be able to do it eventually but it's like let's shorten the learning curve uh, a little bit that's what exactly let's, what it does. let's learn from an <clears throat> expert and and give me that experience to to be able to, and then i was able to replicate and then build from from that and build my own style and you know look a lot of people you know, we talk about <laughs> these um you know, the, the adult onset hunters who are in a position of starting something brand new where they don't have someone to really mentor them. I was lucky enough to, to be mentored by family members, my father and my grandfather and, and, and my, you know, uncles and and other folks in, in my life who were able to mentor me. Um, you had to learn on your own and that's a very valuable experience. But it's also a long road.
0: Yeah, I think that's where we lose a lot of like interested potential hunters, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's not a short road, and it's not a smooth flat road. It's pretty bumpy. Like there's, it's it's hard to figure out a lot. And you know, I wish that there had been podcasts around uh, as a learning tool, and I wish that there had been YouTube around when I was learning how to hunt. I mean, I basically just picked up every magazine and book that I got my hands on, uh, because TV is like not. You know, a, a a representation of the type of hunting that I get to experience, right?
1: Not every show is the truth about hunting, right? Right. I mean,
0: and it, I'd love to have a bunch of land that I could manage and manicure for a whitetail and and do that whole thing. I mean, I I think that's super cool, but um, it's just not something that I have the opportunity to do. So,
1: yeah, and I think some of those, some of the onset hunter, the adult onset hunters. Um, are they're lucky in, in, in one respect, but then the other side of it is they see people doing things like, you know, well, I'm targeting 150 inch buck and these folks think that that's what they should be targeting in their very first year of bow hunting. They've never hunted before, but they're bow hunting and and they think they should be shooting one fifties
0: and they're hunting in our area where one fifties are few and far between Mm -hmm. And they're watching a show in like Iowa, Mm -hmm. you know, like the deer that Lee Kosky shoots are not the same deer that we're seeing in our area. I mean, it's a totally different just genetic and and food and protein type mixture in the deer's diet. I mean, the whole thing is, is just hard to relate. So, yeah, there are there is that misconception. I do think one positive that onset hunters have is they get to learn from the beginning and they they aren't kind of weighted down with, um, uh, maybe like the old Uncle Luke's wives' tale of like, oh, you got to put fox urine on your left toenail mm-hmm. or something weird, you know. Um, and there there are some weird kind of like uh, deer camp traditions that are passed down or kind of like old wives' tales about deer hunting that folklore that is completely. Incorrect.
1: Yeah, that maybe it maybe was fun, or maybe it was a joke, and turned into something that was people taken seriously. Yeah, yeah, but
0: yeah. I mean, overall, I I think that it it's really nice to be able to to learn it from a family member. Mm-hmm. You know, there are pros and cons to everything, but um, yeah, if you are learning it on your own, it's definitely pretty difficult. So it's it's great. It's a great opportunity to go with an outfitter. Although, you know, if you live in the suburbs. It's kind of hard to like find someone to give you pointers. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's why we get a lot of people that reach out to us on a pretty regular basis, and like we're happy to help any way that we can. Obviously, we can't take people out to our properties, but like we can help you know give everybody the tools that they need to be able to go out and, and be successful. So you to guide to do. them on those things, yeah, yeah
1: absolutely, and, and and that's part of what we should be doing in the hunting community is to to be able to spread our knowledge and 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 to be able to mentor other folks, whether it's turkey hunting or deer hunting or whatever. And you know, I'm, I'm definitely not an expert turkey hunter. And I, I, I've been taken on a lot of turkey hunts when I was a kid. Um, I was unsuccessful, not because of the people who took me, but mainly because of my, you know, mistakes. And, you know, I, I, I didn't shoot when I had the opportunity to, or, you know, there are a, a lot of things like that. I was, you know, maybe I was nervous had turkey fever or whatever and then and then i started to um take other people out turkey hunting and calling for them and giving them shot opportunities to the point where i wasn't killing any turkeys but i was still involved so i've i've done a lot of turkey hunting in my you know hunting journey yeah um but this was definitely an opportunity i feel like i've i've done enough turkey hunting to to be at least adequate you know i can kill a turkey i could take someone else and they can kill a turkey you know not all the time but you know i had decent success but going down there and learning that fanning technique and going and fighting his own decoy pretty cool. with a fan was that was that was a different level a totally different level of turkey hunter that that i've ever experienced it was pretty cool
0: so what do you have on your docket now upcoming? you got We have Virginia turkey. Mm-hmm. We got some stuff planned. We got Greg uh, from from Tethered coming down to hunt with us next week. Yep, they're coming. It,
1: Greg's coming next week. Um, we've got a couple spots. And that's pretty cool because we've got some suburban spots. Yeah. You know, and, and most people don't think about suburban turkeys. But, you know, with the boom of the turkey population in the past, what, 20 or 30 years, now we have them literally in backyards now a lot of those places we can't shoot guns yeah but hey bows archery equipment absolutely works on turkeys so especially crossbow
0: like running and gunning with a crossbow on urban turkeys is a lot of fun
1: it's a blast you know and and like my brother i'm going to take him on a on a suburban turkey hunt um but he's going to use his longbow like i'm like man we're going from like <laughs> shooting with rifles to now, you know, we're going to use a longbow. But he doesn't care. He just wants to. You know, that's what he wants to use is his longbow. And, and it, everyone has their niche and their way they want to do it. But so uh, we've got Greg coming. Um, so you and I are we're going to be turkey hunting in the mornings, you know, yeah. before work and things like that. Even even before and after Greg gets here. Um, and then after that, Maryland uh, Maryland opens up. I think it's on the eighteenth. If I'm not mistaken, it's like a week after uh, Virginia. Yeah, I have to uh, check. I don't know. Yeah, and and um, so we're gonna go to the Sycadier property, do some turkey hunting there. Already have gobblers on camera. I was showing you the one earlier. Yeah, um, he's he's a nice bird, but it it actually might be one of those birds that i'm like oh dad uh, i'm running late maybe you should uh go and over to the wood duck slough and see if you can kill that bird and i'm literally around the corner waiting for him to pull in so you know he gets an opportunity uh don't listen to this yet dad um but you know so i've got that um we've got a couple other places in maryland on public land and on private land that that we can hit and then i mean our seasons like over a month long so we've got plenty of opportunities to turkey hunting i'm actually i'm taking a little bit of a break on deer hunting for this month because i I told you i kind of after shooting that gobbler with this flintlock i want to do it again i want to shoot another one with the flintlock this year that's one of my goals and i know that's going to take a little bit more effort so trying to focus on a goal um sometimes you have to pull back from something else and we talked about balance yeah. you know well that even comes to hunting too sometimes you know we, we deer hunt all year long you know and every once in a while i'll take a, a few weeks off or a month off and not deer hunt and then watch i'll be turkey hunting Be deer everywhere and <laughs> yeah i'm thinking is it still rifle season with <laughs> this thing and can <laughs> i shoot it you know but so that's what's on the docket for me um and obviously, you're going to be turkeying with. We're, we're going to be, you know, chasing birds in the mornings. So. I'm pretty
0: pumped about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, normally I don't really uh, push the clutch in on deer. You know, I just we just keep whacking, keep deer. going, yeah. But um, for some reason, I'm like really fired up for turkeys this year. So I'm yeah. jacked. Like I'm I'm really looking forward to to shooting a couple. Yeah, well, or ho- hopefully, hopefully <laughs> shoot at. Yeah, I mean, believe me, but, other I learned that shoot at. With, and then Greg's coming up. Then I'm headed to to. Uh, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're coming to Tennessee or not. Is that my invite? You're you're welcome to come. Okay. Um, because we're going down there. There's a teaching train that we're going to. Oh yeah. Twenty fourth. Yeah, yeah. Um. So probably gonna turkey hunt a couple days mm-hmm. prior that week and hunt with uh with Adrian and Catman and a bunch mm-hmm. of dudes down there. Yeah, I
1: think I'm gonna have to come down for that. One. You should. It's gonna yeah, be that's gonna time. be a good one.
0: And um and the flights are cheap right now too. Oh, we're flying. We're not driving. Yeah, <laughs>
1: you can give me an ambient as long as i get there <laughs> i'll give you an ambient and still drive you yeah and
0: we need to um we need to go up to ohio too yeah the ohio because
1: there. there's tons of turkeys up there dude there are a, a billion turkeys up you know there. and that's one of those <laughs> that people people ask me to why do you travel anywhere for deer when you've got deer in your backyard basically i'm like it's even worse for turkeys like why are you traveling for a turkey yeah well, it's because fun. they're fun yeah they're 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 a blast and,
0: I only, and we're actually limited on tags for turkeys
1: <laughs> that's true yeah <laughs> right yeah we can only kill three a year two in the spring you know yeah um and i i took my daughter for youth day last weekend yeah that's what you're saying wait until you hear the audio on the video that we took there were I don't know, a dozen gobblers within 100 150 yards of us just hammering, just screaming at us. <laughs> and they just didn't like our decoy set up. We were well camouflaged. I don't think they saw us, but we we weren't able to make a, a shot happen, but she had the safety off on my shotgun two or three times. And we almost made it happen. Birds flew in over top of us and they gobbled like crazy. And, and the two my other two middle daughters were also supposed to go that morning and wouldn't get up my oldest daughter back, from her dad yeah yeah maybe <laughs> i've never been late but uh my oldest daughter was like dad i had so much fun it was it was a blast we had fun she's so she's excited to go again too. that's awesome so that's the other little piece that you know another reason i want to kind of like you said push the clutch in um on deer hunting just for a month or so because I want to get her and and maybe a couple of my other daughters shots on turkeys this year, too.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So when you're going out looking for turkeys, Mm -hmm. you know, other than driving around and like visually, you know, and I think that we get lucky because we have so many cameras out deer mm-hmm. i mean you were showing me some pictures of turkeys I've, yeah. I've been texting you pictures of we got one property where there's been a, just a big old gobbler
1: every morning don't say that before greg comes because that's not his bird no we're gonna go kill that bird Sorry, <laughs> <morning>. opening day <laughs> yeah. <right>? sorry greg <laughs> Yeah. oopsie daisy
0: um but yeah i mean it, other than than cameras and like visually seeing them in fields and, in some more kind of rural spots um I
1: just kind of go off of, like, past season intel. Absolutely, 100%. And I love to go in evenings and see if I can get a bird to gobble on the roost when, you know, they're going up the roost. or If I can see them, you know, if I can kind of scout hunt them, where I'm not really hunting, I'm just scouting them and watching, you know, where they're going. Um, and then right now, I mean, we're a few days before the season all week long – I've been every morning at different places listening for turkeys. And before daybreak, and I just wait. As soon as that gray light starts hitting, I turn the truck off, sit down, and wait. And I just put my windows down and wait. Because you can hear a turkey from a long way away. Especially now where there's no leaves on the trees. You can hear them for hundreds of yards most of the places we're hunting hundreds of yards isn't Five on our permission <laughs> you right so so we can hear them and i just a lot of times i'm sitting on the roads i mean we, we were out the other morning just listening for turkeys and we, we, we heard a couple gobbles i mean they weren't in areas that that we could hunt but that also tells me there's turkeys close but yeah. not exactly where we're allowed to hunt so let's focus on somewhere else so that's what i'm doing right now Once I'm able to really pinpoint where they are, then at pitch black in the morning, way, 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 way before it starts getting gray light, I'm sneaking with no flashlight, fully camoed into the woods, to try to get 75 yards or so from a roosted turkey, sit down and get quiet, you know, and that's, that's what I'm focused on right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Worked well for us last year. Yep. till uh, Till Mahalas hit.
1: check, <laughs> <laughs> <eject> button. <laughs> There's a turkey coming. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. I don't, I'm, I'm getting up and leaving. <laughs> my butt. No, but you're gonna. Oh, there he goes. Putt putt putt.
0: Yeah. Well, the gobble brought him back. <laughs> <laughs> if only we could have patented that wet gobble. Oh. <laughs> well. <clears throat> we'll uh we'll have to check back with everybody and let them know how our hunts go hopefully they they're able to see on social media that they went well
1: yeah absolutely so, well hopefully hopefully otherwise it's just gonna be a bunch of boring hunts of us walking through the woods pretending the turkey's
0: <laughs> i'm excited to get greg out I'm almost more excited for him to come shoot some urban
1: deer in the yeah, afternoons. he is bringing like a bow right he's ready to deer hunt right? yeah oh yeah okay good yeah
0: good. i told him You're deer hunting, buddy. Well, because we can only hunt until noon here for turkeys. Yeah. So So, we might as well hunt in the evening. Yeah. That's better than just popping the cooler open and grilling food for the next six hours. Well. That's what I'm going to be doing
1: it's like All right, i'm greg, the outfitter it, it's like greg here's your tree right here i'll pick you up at dark yeah good luck <laughs> <laughs> come back stumbling did you shoot something <laughs> oh <Please>. hope not <laughs> <laughs> oh please please tell me he didn't shoot anything he's gonna have to drag it out yeah. <laughs> oh by the way i liked the video of you pulling a hodor and carrying him across that creek while he's wearing like Love time win- wing wingtips. Yeah, wearing wingtips. <laughs> like, what are you scouting. doing, dude? Yeah. You're scouting and you're wearing wingtips. Yeah. Come on, man.
0: Dude, I was the the um, the rocks that were in that creek had a bunch of like algae on them, <laughs> and I was really worried that I was going to eat it oh. walking across because it, it was not. It was a little slick. Yeah. So awesome. Broke my brand new boots in though. Those things are killer.
1: Which ones you get? The Thor's. I some crispy Thors. Yeah. yeah. I I have the Colorados. Love them. But I'm wearing them every day, and I notice like I don't need for my everyday walking around. I don't need to have a level four stiffness sole, you know. So I think I'm gonna get some Thors for my everyday running around, and then the Colorados will strictly before for like mountain hunting and things like that. But I don't know. That's a totally different topic. <laughs> we could talk for hours on yep.
0: on footwear. All right. Well, thank you guys for checking in, and uh, we'll see you soon.
1: Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys.